0: Now Martha, we've been over this and over this. We're too old to start having children. If you're looking for something to do, why don't you start a new twine ball? Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. If I was in
1: a like in a, in a mood where I was going to be just a shit this episode, I would give that guy the MVP. <laughs>
0: Old security guard guy.
1: (laughs) I just want everyone to know that it went through my head, Mm. and it's not going to be—he's not going to be the MVP, but he definitely gets an honorable mention. He's very (laughs) funny. That character is very silly and very funny. Uh, Yeah, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. This is your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons, seasons 1 through 10. My name is Greg. My name's Alan. And we are here to talk about an episode that I don't like very much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the turn that band-aid off right away. <laughs> yeah. In the second half of season nine.
0: <sighs> Buddy, it's, it's wacky.
1: Here we are. It's, it's getting wacky. It's getting wacky. It's pretty looty tunes. No one's more wacky than Captain Wacky. <laughs> Later read <over>. Abe <laughs> Uh I'm just uh pulling it up on my old notes here. Pulling what up, the the episode. Oh, the notes that I was taking on the episode. (laughs) Um, so yeah. So before we before we dive right straight in, it's um, it's been a minute. We uh we missed our last recording of the week deadline because I think you thought that I was in High River. I yeah, and I I didn't make that
0: clear. (laughs) I thought you were working on that that thing you're working on. Yeah, I don't know if you want to say it. I don't know what the I don't either. So best best not to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, but Greg's working on a, a, a film, a, a, it's television a, it's a television series? It's a television series. I'm production assistant yeah. on the television so series. You're, so you're a grunt. It's, yes. Um, yes. <laughs> the lowliest of the low. <laughs> but I thought you had started this week. Yeah. And so. I did
1: nothing to- uh,
0: To alleviate that to, thought? Yeah, yeah. To
1: change that in your mind. Um, I wasn't clear, <laughs> nor did I try to be clear. It was weird. Um,
0: yeah. And then I went to Lethbridge- uh, to see my family,
1: very important. Family's important. <laughs>
0: it's a good thing that you did that. Yes. Um, so, but we're
1: we're back now, and uh, by the time this drops, Rain of Fire will have dropped on our Patreon, which was a just a treat. It's great to watch. We Spoiler: a, It's great. We had a great time watching it. And uh, quick little update for those of you who are still on the fence about joining Patreon: Our uh, Simpsons D and D will probably be coming out in October. Nice. So, if Just you were, time for Halloween. Yeah, so if you were waiting to join the Patreon in time to get the first episode of that, October's a good time. It's coming. Um, it's the best of time. Yeah. In and the blurs uh, time. <laughs> and uh so how was your trip?
0: Uh it was good. It was very it was short, but it was very nice to see uh my sister and my niece who I haven't seen since Christmas. Wow. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I guess mean, that, like on video chats and stuff I had. No,
1: that uh, makes a lot yeah. of sense cuz you know
0: everything and my niece is, like, at the age where she remembers me and stuff, so it was, like, it was really nice because last time I was there, like, you know, she'd be like, oh, Uncle Alan, and, you know, and we'd hang out. We I took her to see a play, um, just the two of us, and it was really fun, and I was, like, worried that she'd forget about me again because right, <laughs> it's been right. so long, but uh, when I saw her this time, she immediately just threw her arms open for a hug Aww. and it came in, and it was very, very sweet, and then... Uh, <laughs> And then the best one of the best moments of my life is we were sitting at the dinner table just chatting and uh she she's kind of a little stinker like she's sure. definitely got some like sarcastic Johnson uh, energy in her um my last name's Johnson sorry that might have sounded weird uh <laughs> but uh because <laughs> people maybe didn't realize why I would say that um <laughs> But uh, she was, like, kind of teasing my, uh, my sister, her mom, and saying, like, oh, you're a nerd and like, stuff like that, <laughs> which I thought was really funny, uh, of course, because I agree she's a big nerd. Mm. Um, <laughs> and she listens to this, so uh, I can say that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, just, I asked her, I'm like, do you think I'm a nerd? And without missing a beat, without, like, pausing or thinking, she goes, I think you're awesome. <laughs> my heart just melted. And I looked at my sister and she was just like like surprised too. And uh and it was very sweet and it was great. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So I'm I'm awesome in one person's eyes and that's good enough for me. Oh, you're awesome to me. <laughs> oh, thanks, bud. <laughs> I wasn't fishing for that, but I appreciate it. No, I know.
1: <laughs> I'm throwing it. I'm throwing the bait in. You that's don't right. have to I don't I'm not fishing for For poo. Where's this analogy going? Uh, (laughs) I said fishing and poop. Uh Uh-huh. So, you know, the place it usually goes. Yeah. Somewhere stupid. (laughs) Somewhere juvenile. Very, very few people would find funny, but I find it hilarious. (laughs) Um, Not a good analogy. Uh, I'm glad you had a good trip, though. Yeah. It was great. Uh, I finished Heritage Park. It's Mm -hmm. all said and done. It's all over. It's all over with. They're tearing Um, down the two-story outhouse. (laughs) Yeah. It's the only thing that's going to survive. <laughs> it's already survived one fire. Nice. So <laughs> Did I mention that on the podcast before?
0: What? Did I mention that on the podcast before? That, that it was on fire? No, that the two-story
1: right. outhouse survived the fire that, that encompassed the original hotel. I'm going
0: to be honest with you, Greg. You've talked a lot about this two-story outhouse, so you might have, but I I, might I, can't, have. I can't say for yeah. sure.
1: Anyway, I know we didn't get a picture of no. the two of us with it, but I did get a picture with me and Allie. Okay. Oh, so it's going to be that's our engagement photos. Um <laughs> Beautiful. That, that I said to friends and family. <laughs> They're going to be like, what? And then I'm just going to be like, if you want to know more, listen to my podcast, guys. <laughs> Doing it for over five years now. Yeah. Take an interest in my life, damn it. Yeah. Family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, so here we are talking about this little wiggy, uh, but before we do that, we should introduce our guest who is always so kind. <laughs> to wait until she's introduced. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nell Harms is back.
2: Hi, Nibarino. It's great (laughs) to be back.
1: Good to have you here. Um, Thanks for coming on the show once again and uh, diligently taking notes like uh, so few of us do.
2: Well, I requested this episode specifically.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Um,
2: so far I have a feeling I'm going to be... (laughs) Having an uphill slog. Well, I'm, uh, we'll I'm, see
1: about that. I'm always open. You know, this is uh, this uh, this season has a special place in my heart. So I would love for someone to t- change my mind on an episode.
0: It's got a special place in my heart too. Yeah, the but the for, shitty place for, for the wrong reasons. <laughs> it's all wrong. It's stored in the garbage section of my heart. <laughs>
2: I voted a, a hesitant thumbs up for season nine, mm. um, realizing it has special season nine problems. But <laughs> this episode and uh, Lisa the Simpson were both always standouts for me. Mm. and Well, you stand out in the vaguest sense. So they always stood out in my mind, not necessarily as the best of the best. But I am curious to see what issues you have with this episode.
0: <laughs> uh I think that's Greg's uh response to every episode we do. What the hell's wrong with this one, Alan? <laughs> 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 kind of bullshit problems you have with this. Um and you
1: know, to be fair to Alan, a lot of the things that he brings up are uh genuine concerns that I that i that I relate to. But you know, most of them are bullshit. <laughs> um but there's a certain amount of concerns that he brings up that are, you know. Good, they're valid, they're valid,
0: yeah. Wow, (laughs) thanks Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Remind me to never hire you as a lawyer. (laughs) In defense of my client, you know, some of the things he says are valid. Fine. Most of them are bad. (laughs) uh but clearly lying on the stand we all know this but i I do have a tape of him saying the
1: opposite thing to me in our practice for this
0: whole situation pre-trial what i'm saying judge is uh he's guilty he's (laughs) He's guilty welcome up
2: i won't try to defend him but if you can reduce his (laughs) sentence yeah, I've done
1: my That'd job. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we would um I would like to do that thing where they do it in the untouchables where they remove the plea of not guilty and just say guilty so we can just get over this thing. I just whacked you the mic sure in my did. face. Um how have you how have you been Nell, in this uh in this crazy landscape? Try not to be
0: too sad. <laughs>
2: No, uh, overall good. You can see in
0: your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) You're about to be very sad, so please don't. No,
2: No, really. Um, Yeah, obviously there's been challenges. It's been a summer full of new experiences, but on the whole, I think that uh, the positive has outweighed the negative and been finding a lot of creative ways to stay connected with friends and all that good stuff. So I think a lot of people are in the same boat. Mm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could. It could be a it lot really worse. Could. Yeah. A lot worse. Sorry, we, America. Even just yeah, just even just in terms of uh you know, obviously America's a big one now, but uh, a lot of the other countries, you know, had poor responses mm-hmm. and whatnot. And mm-hmm. uh that was scary just to watch unfold when yeah, we, we weren't experiencing it.
1: We might have not have been able to see Tenet <laughs> at mm. all. That would have been the true that mm. would have been the true tragedy. Put that in your this whole <laughs> Christmas card. Yeah. That's da- it's it's the bullet point. It's the first bullet point. Like, what we did throughout the year, I saw Tenet.
0: <laughs> bullet point two. It's a palindrome. Global pandemic. <laughs> uh pandemic. Tenet's uh, winning Best Picture, right? <laughs> I it's think the only by one default.
2: <laughs> Does it meet the new inclusion standards? No.
0: I didn't read no, the. It's the a Nolan movie. Yeah, probably not, because there's <laughs> one woman in the movie. And, and one black man. <laughs> but he's the protagonist. That's true. Mm. Not just the protagonist,
1: but that's his character's that's name character's too. His name <laughs> Smart.
0: Uh, we've bragged on it See, too much. He says it throughout the movie, I'm the protagonist. And I'm like, what a weird thing to say. And then in the credits roll, I'm like, oh, that was his name. <laughs> so he really was. Interesting. It's what? interesting how
1: he had to prove it when that was his name.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Tenet, everyone. Tenet. Speaking of Tenet. Yes. We have a quick correction and omission. That's right. <laughs> uh, it just reminded me because in the correction and omission it was uh phrased as uh on your tenant episode yes. featuring <laughs> featuring uh, that uh, Lisa Simpson. Um <laughs> He didn't even bother to say that it was Micro <laughs> featuring that man that oh, other yeah, man's featuring voice. That man. <laughs> uh yeah, our friend Chester yeah. emailed us Goes by no other name than Doctor Chester. Chester.
2: <laughs> Dr. <Sex Smith>.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the one. Uh, because, of course, I was uh, ragging on my two friends for not knowing who I, Mother Earth are. Of course. Which I stand by. Back to this. Uh, well, sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, I mistakenly, through no fault of my own, and not purposefully, called him Edwin Starr, which is a completely different artist. Mm. He is the artist who does the song War. Good what God. What is it good for? Yes. Oh, of course. So, See, that's I just in that was... my brain as, like, you know, an Edwin last name. Uh, so, I just, uh, when I was talking about Edwin from yeah. I, Mother Earth, yeah. I thought it was that one. And you just got your Edwins yeah. confused. It was just a quick Could happen thing. to anybody. Thing is, if Dr. Jo- Dr. Chess Smith was here uh, <laughs> while we were recording it, he would have said, no, no, that's not, and I'd be like, oh, right, of course. You know, I would have corrected mm-hmm. myself in the moment. Of course. Um, uh, instead, he felt the need to send a very strongly worded email. Yeah. Uh, about how he's just literally shaking in just anger, drenching in haterade, <laughs> and and I'm pretty sure it was sent at like 4 a.m. So,
3: <laughs> well, That's I mean 4
0: a.m. 4 a.m. Our time. <laughs> That's right. We we aren't sure where Doctor <laughs> Chester Smithy is in the world. Uh, <laughs> what time zone he's in? That's right. Thank you for that correction. Or at least what uh, time zone he's operating <laughs> in? <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, of course, Edwin from I, Mother Earth is not Edwin Starr. That's Edwin Gazal, and uh, he's uh, cool. Not and to... You watch his... I mean, listen to his music. Not to perpetrate
1: the rage of Dr. Sexsmith, <laughs> but I have to say something. I didn't know Edwin Starr, A, was a person, uh-huh. B, sang the song War. I always thought it was Bruce Springsteen, so... That did War? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa... What is it good for? Have you not seen Bruce Springsteen's version of that? No, I actually didn't. It's haven't. pretty good. You're cruising
2: for an angry follow-up email.
1: <laughs> I kind of am, but like me saying it might make
0: it not happen. So yeah, I don't know. Now like, I'm just gonna—I want to purposefully miss like miss say last names of musical artists. You know? Well, here's like, what. Oh, what's your fa- what's your favorite uh, song by Bruce Coburn? Oh, uh, Born to Run. <laughs> 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 that. I like that. Yeah. Um well here's Try stop
1: us. here here's where I where I came off on it is um I had my dad had this Bruce Springsteen video anthology, like from nineteen. Of course, of course, he, of fucking course did. he did. <laughs> from nineteen seventy to eighty something, uh-huh. whatever. Um and it was all a bunch of live videos <laughs> taken from completely different it's basically just a YouTube playlist <laughs> now, but you had to pay forty dollars for it. <laughs> and one of the one of the videos was him doing a cover of war and because i was so young good god y'all it was the first time i had ever seen anyone i had ever put a face to that song mm-hmm. i had heard the mm-hmm. song before and then i had seen then i saw him sing it and i was like oh i guess he sings this this doesn't sound like the one that the I heard originally, the one that I, the the original one is very, very different in a lot of ways from the way Bruce Springsteen covers it, because he's got like, like bigger band, different instruments, all yep. that sort of thing, different, completely different singing voice. Um But that's where it came from. It was like my first uh ex- exposure to a cover, because I didn't really know that covers were a thing. That's mm-hmm. how young I was when I first saw it. So yeah, Bruce Springsteen did war.
0: <laughs> yeah, take that.
1: Yeah, no, it's bad. Um, <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. But, you know, I, that wasn't explained to me. And you do literally need everything explained to you when you're a
0: kid and don't know how to use the internet. Yeah, even now, I still do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please explain everything to me, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll try. Let's uh, start with this episode. Sure. Uh, this time around, we're talking about This Little Wiggy, which is the 18th episode of Season 9, written by Dan Greeny, directed by Neil Affleck. No relation. And uh original air date Mar- March twenty second, nineteen ninety-eight. March twenty second, nineteen ninety eight. Just shortly after St. Patrick's Day. Uh huh. Great. Which perhaps explains one of the bad things about this episode. All right. Greg. Oh yeah. Ah. Yeah. That's that's good. That's a, that's a good little <laughs> Yeah, that's a good little pick. Yes. Uh <laughs> so you so here's here's what's interesting about this episode. Uh huh. Uh uh. I had a negative like connotation about this episode, as I do with most of season nine, as I've explained. Mm-hmm. I don't revisit these episodes that often, and mm-hmm. that's why uh, a lot of these, especially in the, the the back half, a lot of these ones I just never watch. And so I remember disliking them, but it's interesting going through them in this context and seeing uh, the stuff I do like. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's often a lot of like little bits and things that I that I enjoy. And Tons just, of little bits. and maybe just the the episode as a whole. Uh, I don't enjoy. Uh, you're different in this sense because. For the most part with season nine, you're the opposite. You're, you're high on them. You're like, this one's going to be great. I love this one. Mm-hmm. But this one specifically you said you didn't like. Yeah, like when, before I, we, before w- we when I
1: went in, my quote was, I'm going in with rock-bottom expectations, <laughs> much like the television program. That's right. Um, and I have to say, I was blown away. <laughs> You hurtled that very low bar, did you? <laughs> Go in with a bar so low, it's right next to dinosaur bones, and you will never, ever be disappointed. <laughs> and I wasn't. That's good. Yeah. I laughed a lot yeah. during this uh, during this particular episode, and it wasn't like previous episodes that we've watched together, where I'm laughing harder than I usually do, just to try and bring just you to over to my me. side. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> And
3: uh, I mean a performance.
1: I, I mean, troll is a harsh term, but yes, troll. Yeah. <laughs> social engineer. Yes, sure. you know, try and uh, give you a good experience watching an episode, mm. so that maybe that experience clouds your mind a little bit. It's like the dark side of the force. Sure, I'm yeah. not saying it works. I
0: I would say a better way to do that is yes, tell uh, me. You know, give me some uh some snacks and treats. So you want me to those are those are fun. You want me to have yeah like a platter foodstuffs
1: here while we're working. Some charcuterie might be uh, nice. I don't right. know. Right. Okay. <laughs> good. Good. Um I'm just
0: saying that would no, enhance yeah, my th- experience more right, than right, your right, laughter. You're, I'm you're, sorry. But let me let me just say I, I hate the sound of laughter. It cuts just, through me like a race. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a good point for season ten. You can get through it if you just have some charcuterie. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs>
1: I spread. think season ten is gonna be great in the way that we're both gonna commiserate with each other yeah a lot i I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it
0: um because it's this will is... be like that uh Moffat song um mbop misery <laughs> <laughs> it's another Canadian band, <laughs> and yes, they also do Mbop. <laughs> just email us again, doctor. <laughs> I'm just gonna do everything wrong. Yeah, everything yeah. about music that we now. talk about,
1: <laughs> specifically music, is just wrong. Yeah, we're just gonna be wrong all the time. Too yeah. bad, uh, r- record players. Yeah, <laughs> too bad, record players. Too bad gramophones. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, um, we're gonna have fun. So you had a lot of fun with this episode. I did. I had a lot of fun with this episode. I mean, coming down on it, it's still like to me, it's a uh, it's. If it were in any other season, I think it would be straight up mm, bad, Mm. Uh, but Mm, because because it's in this season and because it's in the way that we've been, in the order that we've watched these episodes, it's interesting to me that I think it's better because of it. Because we've had a few episodes now in a row where A and B plots are so incongruous that I said it on previous episodes. You could swap the episodes that the B plot is in, and it wouldn't make a difference to the overall actual plot of the episode. Like I can't yeah. even remember what the B plot was in Lisa the Simpson. That's how it, that's how much it doesn't matter, you know. Frostilicus. It's
0: Frostilicus.
1: There you go. The Thank you very one. much. We just talked we about just it. it. I had to think still, and you still have to think about it. <laughs> and like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I still think that episode's better than this one. Um, but the fact that this one is uh, cohesive and is an a plot, and it's it's just an a plot, and it manages to have fun things for the whole family to do mm-hmm. uh, amidst its interesting, uh, admittedly interesting a plot. Um, and the pairing of Bart and Ralph is interesting, and I think it's a good idea but the way that they do it is just so... He's so flanderized. <laughs> um, and maybe we should talk about that a little bit, but that's that's kind of where I lie on it, is that the character of Ralph, I just have no interest in. Yeah. At this point. I would have if it were
0: three seasons earlier. Sure. Um, this is arguably the second Ralph-centric episode after I Love Lisa. Yeah. Uh, I Love Lisa... Uh, handles his character better. Uh, but yeah, it's the do better that, episode. Let's turn it to our guest yeah. because our guest requested this episode uh, going in very high expectations, I believe. Mm-hmm. This is an episode you really like. Fairly high. And you were worried that it was going to be uh, Two Bad Neighbors v. Nell Dawn of Justice. No, not but-
2: necessarily. <laughs> I, the points that you've brought up so far are definitely valid. Um, and especially comparing to I love Lisa not bad
1: not bullshit not points bad. they're good they're good points <laughs> being
2: diplomatic <laughs> um yeah you not even the same character i would say from versus i love lisa yeah. um and this is where this term that i assume you've coined flanderization?
3: no
0: we did not coin it no. No. no tv tropes is where i first read it i don't know how they coined their shit on tv tropes uh often it's it's obviously like based on other pop culture things but yeah the idea that Ned Flanders was a normal like nice neighbor person who happened to go to ch- who happened to be a christian man going to church and eventually became like like god-fearing like like bible-thumping like crazy religious man mm. uh, that's like the the idea is that that flanderization is what happens with characters in tv shows in general often is like some of their smaller quirks become their main quirks becomes shoved down their throats and that's becomes like all that they are and they become they go from three dimensions to, to two dimensions mm-hmm. and, and
1: terribly sorry to take away from you again hasn't that happened to a lot of people in the past four years Pe- people people Humans? in general like real human <laughs> beings where it's like it's like I, this was a little pa- a facet of me and uh-huh. now it's all i am do you know what I mean? Do you have some examples? People have a tendency to become flanderized in their <laughs> own right. I think, and you should watch out for those people because they usually become fascists. <laughs> We're back in Greg's conspiracy corner. <laughs> That's right. And it's not really a conspiracy. And Greg's communism corner. Yes. Uh, <laughs> They're right next to each other. Anti-fascism. They're right next to yeah. each other. Um uh, <laughs> It's uh, it's that that the there's this whole thing where like if you were let's say just for example that I don't like to bring it up but like you voted for Trump, okay. and you're you're American. Let's say you did that, and it was like oh, I just want that 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 piece of me and what's mine. It's very much like this uh, this 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 character in the Spike Lee movie Defy Bloods that Delroy Lindo plays, Paul. I haven't seen it. That's great. It's excellent. It's. it's it's, I'm so sad that movie theaters didn't play it. It's such a big movie. (laughs) It's so good. Um, and he plays a Trump voter, Mm. and it's like, it's like, what is past this? Where like he he just keeps doubling down on this thing. Where it's like, I did what I did, and it is me. And I'm he gets more and more like the idea behind.
0: Hmm. digs his heels in
1: you digs his heels in yeah Yeah. digs his heels in um and i feel like people get made to be this way and get made to be flanderized whereas like you know it even happens in less extreme ways where like there's there was a time there where um when social gatherings were still a thing and i we would we would go out to them and if if like if like i was at a social gathering i would only be there for how long alan oh an hour that's about it yeah. yeah and then i would have to leave and i because i just started talking about the things that that people associate c- you with? could only associate me yeah. with which there, is there
0: goes greg talking about tenet again
1: talking about tenet <laughs> talking about the simpsons he has a simpsons podcast so that must be all he <laughs> likes to talk about when really the only time i like to
0: talk about it is on this show <laughs> <laughs> Well, because it's all content. We don't want yeah, we we to waste that We don't want to waste that content. Just with our um, friends.
1: Once again, sorry for interrupting, but I think Flanderization <laughs> is a real thing that happens to people Sure. throughout their lives if you just, you know, uh, overrun them, I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can see getting that vibe from Ralph in this episode, definitely. I think it isn't as bad. Like, he gets a lot more screen time. I think we see more of his personality in terms of he's kind of a... Uh, a sweet well-meaning but ultimately socially outcast little boy but um you know very yeah the, sweet. the episode
0: <laughs> the episode definitely uh like is way way it treats his character way better than uh my fear would be <clears throat> if i had never seen this episode i was going into this episode and i saw oh it's a ralph episode based on how they treat have treated him since i love lisa basically as like a you know a joke machine a one note uh Like says something stupid and everyone thinks, oh, that's funny because he says in a goofy voice. Um, They 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 take that concept and there's there's definitely stuff in this episode that still has that feel, but there's there's some decent like character actual character beats and character moments as well. So it's not like a completely like write off episode in that sense. Um, I think that what I noticed though, even while watching it just now, uh, is. Until Ralph shows up, it's very very funny. Yes, Um, and I think he definitely like even just like the mood between the three of us. Maybe you know people just want. Maybe you didn't want to show your cards now, but (laughs) uh, but it seemed like the mood in general was just kind of like like went down a bit.
2: Once he comes, once he arrives um, and and starts
0: doing like wiggle Puppy and stuff, and like it's not not because it's like bad per se. Well, because the first act
2: is the coolest (laughs) ever. Where do you go from there? Yeah, the
0: Knowledgeium we should talk about because oh. Knowledgeium rules. Uh knowledge-ium rules. Who here's worked at a science center? I haven't worked at one, but I've been to a bunch. I worked at a science <laughs> okay. center before. So was you've that? been on the other side. I've been of the on the other side. Fun it's still fun. Oh, Which yay. one was it? The Telus Spark,
1: the new yeah, science the center. New yeah. 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 It was the it was the shit. Um,
2: That's Calgary's version of educating through brightly colored balls. Yes. Yes. Yes, brought exactly.
0: to you by Telus. Brought to you by TELUS. Subscribe to a plan
1: because today. everything in this province is this brought, to, brought to you by Shaw Telus. or Telus, including this episode brought to you by Shaw and Telus. That's right.
0: In a rare come together moment of the two companies, we said we wouldn't promote one over the other. That's right. They they had a whole press conference. They shook hands. Yeah. Um, we solved they, the uh, we solved it. <laughs> the, what would you call this? The the, the, telecom, this
1: yeah yeah, the, yeah yeah the telecom war. That's a good yeah. yeah.
0: We solved it. <laughs> Um, you ever uh, wonder why, you know, data is, costs you money? Costs so much money? It's because we created a monopoly. Yeah, because look what now. we've done. <laughs> um, so data's, data's not tangible. Why no, does it not, cost money?
1: I don't know. It's so let still, me have data. It's just it's there. It's in the air that we breathe. Like, I'm breathing in data. Should that You're cost me money? Me for anyway. Oxygen. Um, so you've worked there. I've worked there. <laughs> uh, and I love science centers.
0: What are your guys' mm. experiences with the science centers, I'd, knowledgeiums. I was a, I was a nerdy little boy and I fucking loved them. Mm. Yeah, the one uh, in Calgary, the old one, so before Telespark open, mm-hmm. it's like a art gallery now. Do you know what, what one I'm talking about? Contemporary. Yes. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yes. Absolutely.
0: That one I went to a bunch as a kid because we would come up here uh, to visit family, and I I like that was they'd be like, we're like, what do you want to do while we're in Calgary? And like you think most kids would be like, oh, Callaway Park or uh, the no. zoo. Uh, no, and I like I b- still wanted those also, but like number one was always Science Center. Bring me to the Science mm-hmm. Center. <laughs> I was a kid who loved air conditioning, so I really wanted to be inside.
1: Sure. Um, You're a sweaty little boy. Oh yeah, still am. <laughs> I'm, That's true. I'm not even five foot if ten. I'm a, ever seen I'm a little boy. Stage. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's ever had the ha- had the misfortune of being on stage with me, uh, and have to kiss your forehead, and had to kiss my anything. <laughs> Uh, you know that it's bad. It's very salty. I think the only time that 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 wasn't the case was when I was doing like a improv show, um, no way out, where I was just like sitting there. Right, you could relax a bit more. Yeah, I could relax and sit down. It was also
0: in a bar setting, so it wasn't bright stage lights. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot easier. Stage lights suck, guys. But just think of uh, uh, Mo in Dumbbell Indemnity. Everybody, that's ex- uh, yeah, on the boat, yeah, when just a puddle when, yeah, underneath, a puddle them. on the floor. Yeah, a waiter slips in it. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's everyone around
1: me. They have to watch out. I literally have to have like a little uh, caution floor wet that's, that's sign right. that I take ar- around with me everywhere. Yeah, it's travel size. Yeah, have to put it up <laughs> in my dressing room. Uh, fits in my wallet no uh that was a joke <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh thank you for yeah letting me know what was your favorite thing to do at the science centers just like it was just the interactivity like just like because I, I, I did I did love science like I, I asked for like science kits and stuff as a kid for Christmas you know um, and uh, so I liked like, the concept of it and whatnot and so I, I liked <laughs> I liked learning I was sure. a boy who liked learning Um and but what was great is that cuz like i don't know even in cl- class i'm just like teachers droning on about like mitosis and shit and i'm like i don't care but you have a fucking like giant s- cell uh, splitter button <laughs> you hit the button and they mitosis whatever is that right is that mitosis when they i have split? no idea see i haven't been in a science center forever <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah just feel like that was like this is cool. I do a thing, and a thing happens, and it's just like I'm. I, you know, I guess like I'm more of a uh, tactile learner in that sense. Oh, um, so many
2: of the attractions that were in the Knowledge GM I have seen in real life. Oh yeah, yeah. everything from the the Mars like landscape mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. earthquake simulator, uh, the sex ed pavilion, <laughs>
1: yeah. even the
2: button you shouldn't oh, push.
1: <laughs> oh my all god! All of that
2: I have seen in so many whatever science. genre you would call yeah. that science center uh learning higher learning
0: or not higher learning, but like uh, educational edutainment
2: Ripleys believe it or not yeah.
0: so what, yeah. however
2: you categorize that
1: when I was in London, here we go again uh and I was working at the uh natural History Museum, mm-hmm. they have a little bit of a science center vibe to it on one side of the uh, of the museum because you get to go in and you get to see dinosaurs and like they move and, cool. and, and like everyone's like all the kids are like where's the t-rex and i'm like it's in there <laughs> if you go around the corner you'll hear it first and then it'll be looking at you oh, and they love spooky. the t-rex because it moves it's yeah. an animatronic t-rex and it's big That's but cool. on the other side of the dinosaurs where no one goes is the sex education uh Exhibit where yep. you just go all the way around and you learn how it is, and um, the floors in there, <laughs> gross. Oh. There's carpet. It's carpet right. oh. from
0: <laughs> that. Is there some weird like Velcro <laughs> back room at a porn store like reason. Kind <laughs> of feels like oh, God. it.
1: Uh, and nobody goes in there really, uh, but still, even though like nobody means like thousands of Except people for the a day. Preverts. Yeah, <laughs> lots of preverts in London <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> But the thing is, like, it hasn't been updated since the late mid to late '80s. Oh no! And so it's all bad, right? (laughs) It's just bad Um, (laughs) because they just don't have any money to do it. So, but they leave it open because it would be weird to not. People
0: want to know. Yeah people want to get that info
1: and like it has all those old videos you know those like Grady
0: Troy McClure mm-hmm. style videos whatever, ladies don't talk too much or, or men won't like you <laughs> <laughs> it's a like that fluffy bunny from old like fuzzy 50s bunny etiquette guy yeah. or whatever they must yeah.
2: have to take certain classrooms there yeah. to meet their curriculum. Oh, oh
0: probably. probably yeah. And yeah, probably oh, yeah. teachers are like, I don't want to fucking talk about this, so I'll just <laughs> go look at this exhibit, kids. Yeah, it's from the 80s. That's how you'll learn.
1: Enjoy. Yep. Um, but that's that's one of them. Uh, do you remember the ball, the electricity ball? Oh, yeah. Where you put your hands put on your and hand your air. It. Oh, what's that?
2: Uh, not a Newton's cradle. It's like a... Volta ball. Tesla ball. Tesla. Tesla coil.
1: (laughs) Don't touch a Tesla coil. (laughs) Don't touch a Tesla coil unless you got like a fluorescent bulb Uh that you're holding. Uh And it's really cool.
0: Then it'll light up. You just hold it near it.
1: You hold it near it. It jumps. It arcs. It's so cool when you can get it to work.
0: Yeah. I did that. Yeah, you did. (laughs) It was so cool. I played Mark Twain in a play.
1: Yeah. And they actually sound like that. The Tesla coils. They're Mm like... (laughs) They're so neat. Yeah,
0: see, Tesla wanted electricity free
1: for all, just like data should be. Yeah. And, oh, no. <laughs> like, you could just take your battery up to a Tesla coil, put it next to it, and it would just charge. Mm-hmm. That's how they work. Yeah.
2: See, we're all on the same page about knowledgeiums.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, they fucking rule. Knowledgeiums <laughs> are the best, guys. If one had a trampoline floor, I think... Think it would be uh, lawsuits waiting to happen. Oh yeah, and a velcro ceiling. Yes, uh, I think that's a awesome. A lot of, a lot of I kids would snap their necks on. Yeah, <laughs> I would be so down for that. But the kids snapping their necks is a real issue because mm-hmm. you—it's like, hard just to in tuck general. and roll when you're just free falling from a roof. Not that's...
2: to mention that enormous pendulum. <laughs>
0: that's right. Yeah, yeah. Just it's just in the doorway. Yeah. <laughs> just picks you up and takes you away. It's just dangerous. It's dangerous. Some of the um, things I love
1: about that sequence is how into it everyone gets. Oh, yeah. Like, immediately. Homer and Bart go in not really excited, and by the end, the whole family's having a great
0: time. I think, uh, Ho- like, Homer's excitement as they're leaving is one of my favorite things they've done with him this season so far. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's just childlike wonder. Yeah. That's the Homer I love. He's so he's, amped. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, you, you know, I. <laughs> I think he's great in this episode. Told me not to hit the button, but then I pushed the button, and then we ran away. And it's just—it's so cute. And hey, yeah, bed, bed, bed. Beer, beer, beer. Bed, bed, bed. Beer, beer, beer. Uh, yeah, and then that was uh, funny because it's like Marge is really uh, an enabler for oh, this yeah. alcoholism. Um, yeah. Let's get some beer in you and put you to bed. Um, and then, but, there's,
1: like, only other sequence is when he cuts a hole in Bart's floor.
0: <laughs> and the Uh-oh. answering
2: machine.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, the answering machine is he's, when I was like, Oh, is this gonna be a shitty B plot? <laughs> like I was worried, but it was just like a little one off joke. But he's great in this yeah. episode. Yeah, Homer's Homer's real good. Um I I just feel like that his his attitude of leaving the nologyum is like my feeling when I was a kid when mm-hmm. I would, you know, mm-hmm. be heading to and leaving uh science centers or Disney World or, you know, things like that. Uh, even, even today, I'm pretty sure I'd have the same kind of, I, I probably wouldn't be as animated as Homer, uh, cause you know, social, uh, normities, but I'd want to, that's how I'd want to re- be, a- be acting, you yeah, know, sure. like, like bobbing up and down, <laughs> just like so excited and so, so much adrenaline and oxytocin and shit. Science. Awesome.
1: Yeah. I don't know what oxytocin <laughs> is either.
0: It's uh Does it's it make the the you love feel good or the love hormone. It's the love hormone? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. When you hug people, you get oxytocin released in your brain. Oh, that's where it went. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hugs are canceled this year.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, uh maybe for a while. Sorry everybody if you can hear a puppy barking in the distance. We are uh that sounds so sad. Yeah, we are outside.
0: We are in the great outdoors.
1: Yes. Um in the backyard. It is windless today. It yeah. Not a not a wisp of breeze. <laughs> It's great cuz it would be freezing cuz it's September in Canada. Yeah, it's I'm pretty glad overcast. This is
2: working out for you guys as it, long as conceivable, I yeah. suppose.
1: Yeah. Is it um is it cloud or is it smoke coming up from California, I wonder. Uh, well, oh boy. All right. <laughs> cuz I talked to my parents and the smoke has already reached Vancouver oh.
2: Island, mm, so. Yeah. Nanaimo, my mom said it's yeah. pretty hazy.
0: It looks like Blade Runner for 2049 in California right? Cool. Now. <laughs> Wait. That's I mean, not uh, an as- aspiration. Aesthetically cool. <laughs> Every other part of it, not cool. <laughs> yeah, it's not a. The robots
2: not- don't just appear with. The- <laughs> oh, does this mean flying cars now?
1: It's not an aesthetic that you aspire to, Greg. <laughs> it's sort of something that happens
0: when things go very wrong. So I want to say uh my general feelings of the episode because I as mentioned I went in with n- low expectations as well. Um it definitely was better than I remember. Uh I still don't really like a lot of the stuff they do with Ralph. Um I I like the attempt, I guess. Like I, I there's there's parts of his character that I really like in this episode, but I think it just kind of it gets undercut by the weird cynical jokes again, you know, like the leprechaun bullshit. Yeah. Uh really can't stand that. Um I don't think it's funny uh I, I guess ralph has schizophrenia and like you know let's laugh at that mental illness uh, <laughs> and um it's it's so weird like the final act is so bizarre to me because feels like it's two final acts split it's into like two. four yeah <laughs> yeah like there's th- them getting the key makes sense like that makes sense as a progression for the story like bart doesn't give a shit about this kid. Doesn't want to hang out with him. And why would he? He's 10, he's 8. Like that's just like an unwritten rule when you're a kid is you hang out with people your own age. Yeah. And I don't necessarily agree like that's correct or anything, but like as a kid, it's weird to hang out with people who are like 2 years different than you. Yeah. That'd be like me hanging out with my brother's friends, you know? Yeah. Uh my younger brother. Or my sister's friends, my older sister. Like either of those would have been weird back then. Now I don't give a shit. Like <laughs> there's people fluctuating in age all over the place. Yeah, I'm But when you're
1: ten, you're like thirty and you're to hang sixty nine eight year old.
0: <laughs> Stuff <Stop> it <laughs> Um And so like but it makes sense that Bart would be like, Oh, but he's got this potential for mischief. Mm-hmm. We're best friends now, Ralph. And then I like them hanging out in the toy store. I think that's really cute, um, and that makes sense. But then, like, then there's, like, the whole bully thing, which, again, like, progression-wise, I can understand it being, like, oh, Bart wants to look cool, so that's why he's doing this. But then they go to the abandoned penitentiary? <laughs> like, wh- that it's, makes no sense to me. It feels like they wrote the ending. I don't know. I, I feel like they they were... They were just going like A to B and like I don't know how about an old abandoned mental hospital that, or, that or jail. I guess work for you
2: hospital. as like an escalation of the mischief.
0: No, no, because
2: <laughs> well, once it, once once the bullies kind yeah. of take lead, like when Bart and Ralph are having their let's say harmless mischief, mm. like See, that, playing the, around in the toy store, it,
1: doing that. That is breaking and entering. What they're doing <laughs> right there.
2: Okay, let's put "harmless" in scare quotes. (laughs) It's it's an it's it's, not electrocuting a man. (laughs) Well,
1: it's an abandoned prison. It's an abandoned prison, which means don't go in there because it's dangerous. (laughs) But also, like you're not really committing a felony or anything like that. They they're criminals when they're go. They stole shit.
0: (laughs) Everything They they stole and broke toys.
1: Yeah, everything that they could steal in that they could possibly steal in the abandoned prison is just is bolted to the floor. So like the most they can do is open the door, go in, look around, get bored and leave.
2: Hmm. I guess I just read it a little differently. It it seemed like the tamer side of Bart's typical mischief.
0: Yeah, like I feel I feel like it's it's akin okay, here here's like what I kinda compare it to is when he buys the warehouse. <laughs> right? Yeah uh in one of the best episodes ever um <laughs> and uh he th- he throws like rocks at the windows you know like it's just it, it's like that makes sense to me as like a young boy with mischief the penitentiary is like akin to that in a way but it's just a lot weirder to me if that makes sense i don't know like it's just like we have this key that will open anything and then they go toy store bakery i'm like yeah makes sense makes sense mm. abandoned jail <laughs> that's terrifying <laughs> and they even have like the you know like oh i'm sure all the ghosts are in hell which is a funny line um <laughs> but uh i just i i've never i i didn't buy that bart would be excited to go to this place
1: was it his idea
0: yeah it was because uh because he shows the yeah. the bullies the thing and they're like oh like what are we gonna do with it And he's like i got the g- perfect idea cut to penitentiary and i remember being Mm -hmm. like what that's your perfect idea it's just bizarre to me like it's not it's not crazy or out of the realm of possibility but it's just a weird choice that leads into the weirdest ending i think the show has ever had which is mayor quimby getting electrocuted and them needing to shoot a rocket (laughs) with a note saying electric chair armed uh, that misses and hits mr burns and burns is like (laughs) They're getting electricity? Not anymore. (laughs) And turns it off, and that's what saves him. It's so fucking weird. Weirdest ending so far. So far. That's right. Um, I mean, it has
1: an ending, so...
2: (laughs) Okay, you convinced me. If they went to, like, an abandoned amusement park or something, that would fit more, you know, Yeah, ride an old rusty roller coaster (laughs) and get stuck or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: But, um... And then I think it's also just, again, I I just feel like they didn't really know what to do with the, like, I think up to the point where, okay, like they're breaking the story and they're like, all right, we got the bullies. Uh, Bart needs to prove himself to the bullies. So he's taking the key. They're going to do something, some mischief. And I feel like they just didn't know where to go from there. And so they just were kind of going, all right, this happens. All right, then what? This. Because the other part that was really strange to me, I guess, is when uh, they're attempting this weird uh, Bart Having the like crisis of conscience, as it were, with Ralph, right? Where (laughs) it happens so fast. Well, he he. It's weird because it happens after an act break, right? Yeah. So it's like the the um uh the act ends with him like taking the key away, right? If I remember correctly. Does it? He takes like he takes the key from Ralph, and and Ralph is sad about it. I thought it And it then ended, it comes back and it's like... Oh, right,
1: like, so I do it again, like he's f- filming the... He's filming yeah. it.
0: That's the, that is the act mm-hmm. break. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, and it While comes back and he's like, yeah. oh, I can't do this to Ralph. Like, he he suddenly changes in that moment. And again, like, the act break makes it weirder, but the, also just in general where he's like, he's feeling bad but still takes the key and then, like, goes with the bullies and is like, just go home, Ralph. But then Ralph is like, not without my... Like, that's my dad's key. Like, And he's like, oh, I can't do this to you. And... It was because he like saw the same the ads other. that we did. See what? He saw
1: the same ads that we did. The ads. Yes, in the act break. Uh, oh. It made him think we about. Saw,
0: we saw zero ads being great. We watched this friend. on TV. Oh
1: right! Wait, it's bad. Um, uh, it's so quick. It happens. It happens so quick in the. But I but I like the chronology. thing is I
0: like that concept. Like I like that idea of Bart realizing, you know, oh, like I can't take advantage of this this poor kid. But the the fact that they have him like kind of not care first and then have the the change of heart. It just it's just a little sloppy for me. And then the bullies are just almost do it and then bullies just throw the key in there and leave. and I'm like, what the hell is happening? Can we talk about the bullies for a second? Yeah sure.
2: Yeah well I think that's where the turn happens is when Bart says, Oh, I can't bail on Ralph but then the power shifts to the bullies. He gets a taste of his own medicine. Right. When he says, Oh I I I thought we were friends. Yeah I hope the
0: irony's not lost on you. Mm -hmm. Like yeah um but it's just it's just so weird because it's like, let's go to this penitentiary. Alright, fine. I can buy that. But then it's like all this other stuff happens and then they're just like, Yeah, let's let's go what do they say again? They say something weird too. Like, let's, let's go guys. pick some huckleberries Let's go pick some huckleberries. Yeah. Like, what's happening? They just wanted the bullies out of the scene, so they're like, let's write them out in a weird way. That's um, true. And then they <laughs> and then they go and then they go in to like get the key. And again, like that's you know that makes sense to me as you know Ralph's like I need to get that key back. Um, the rat steals it. They find the, the old abandoned uh, uh, electric machine. Elect- electric machine? Electrical chair. Electrical chair. Thank you. <laughs> it is an electric machine. Yes, it is. So are many things. <laughs> yeah. Um. I could say
1: this thing we're talking into right now (laughs) is an electric machine. Very much an
0: electric machine. Um, And then, yeah, and then I I completely forgot that whole ending. Like, the electric chair and every. I completely, 100% forgot that existed in the Simpsons canon. And so, when they find it, I'm like, where is this going? Like, I didn't remember anything about Quimby, like, all this stuff. And it's just, again, it's just so, like, hackneyed and, uh, like, oh, literally the next day they decide to reopen the the penitentiary and do do the like I'm gonna show you how it would work if this was turned on. Don't worry, it's not on. I won't check though. It's just it's like they're lampshading it all way too much, and it's like not funny to me. And it's just like such a bizarre way to end the episode because like I I like the the premise of the Ralph and Bart dynamic and him not wanting to hang out with him, but then being like, you know, oh he's got this this thing that can help me with me with mischief. That's cool. Like his dad's a cop. That's a you know that. In and of itself makes sense as like why he'd want to hang out with him. And then just go with that. Just have that. Have Bart, ha- you know, realize he shouldn't take advantage of this kid. They go their separate ways, whatever. But it's just, it's just weird. <laughs> it's yeah. so weird.
2: The lampshading really only works with a character like Homer because he's supposed to be stupid and not yeah. realize what he's saying, but Quimby's not. <laughs>
0: yeah. And nobody else like checks to make sure. It's just, again, it's one of those like dumb, cartoony, uh, plots that are not plausible and like yeah he should be dead like
1: that's (laughs) so about the bullies Mm. guys i'm i don't know about you but i am a bully completely you bully me all the time Uh (laughs) uh-huh uh and i will keep doing it you nerdlinger uh (laughs) damn it oh here's Uh, your lunch money by the way thank you very much Mm. (laughs) this will buy a nice sandwich (laughs) <laughs> i'm over them i'm at this point at this point in the run i am completely Dunn over them. bart and him like wanting to gain acceptance by these characters yeah who a we don't know anything about other than nelson uh because they haven't bothered in nine seasons to explore who these people are i see nothing about them that is even the least bit interesting and uh, Last but not least, they could just go to the prison and have the moments that they play out that way without them involved. Yeah. I think they're annoying. I think they serve nothing to the story, and I think that's uh, abundantly clear when he says, "Let's go pick some huckleberries." Yeah. The whole thing could play out almost exactly the way it does without the bullies in it. Yeah, yeah. like Bart could go too mischief, far,
0: like like Nell yeah. said, like it would it would be plausible to go to this place 1,000%. and then and then both of them realize this is weird maybe you yeah know? like like they just they're just having the time of their lives out in the town and and then they're like all right here's the next stop and ralph's like uh <laughs> i don't know about this Bart's like come on and then you know they have that same interaction and you know they can still go bart, in bart goes in with the key ralph is sad but then ralph follows him in because he needs the key yeah I don't know. Yeah, and then they eventually
1: have like a good time in there. And then it's like and then you can have like i I'm sorry I pressured you into doing that, Ralph. Right. Uh we almost got caught and mm-hmm. that wasn't that wasn't cool of me. Like he can he can realize it within himself. Mm-hmm. That the he whole, might have taken it a step too far. Yeah. The
2: whole totally. episode is him wrestling with his own conscience and showing civility to Ralph. I mean, he's never yeah. really Rude to him, you know, he's he still tries to include him and they do some activities together, but um, he does hide
1: Ralph in a over closet. Greg's head. <laughs> <laughs> that squirrel, that squirrel, if it starts to chip and cheep at me, I'm gonna throw a rock at it.
2: Oh, it's okay, he's skulking it's on the away. Fence. Good, yeah, um, um, yeah rats. You, I agree that you wouldn't necessarily need the bullies uh, to stand in for Bart's um feeling of peer pressure and how to fit in socially and. He does mischief for himself, yeah. you know, not to impress anybody yeah. else. He just hammers he away fun. at that mustard.
3: <laughs> Jingle bells.
1: <laughs> he does. Like it's a it's a compulsion almost for him. And the bullies, I think, do so much to undermine who Bart really is. Yeah. Because he he only ever he rarely wants their acceptance unless it's to get him out of getting beaten up. (laughs) Sure. You know? It's like, if I'm cool enough, they're not going to pick on me Mm -hmm. right now. And they're just not necessary in this episode because it's just not what it's about.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, I also think my big issue with Ralph as a character is that I, I do think the i love lisa version of ralph is way more interesting yeah he feels has, like a real kid
1: he has more dimension
0: yeah where he's just like he's he's like he's he's not super bright but he's not like a fucking weirdo like you know like he's a little weird but <laughs> we, but we all are one right. he's um, just
1: he's just a kid that's that nobody likes
0: yeah well and, and not even that nobody likes but just that like he can't connect with anybody mm-hmm. you know like and so there's he doesn't have close friends or anything but he's still very like chipper and happy and like wants to be nice and kind to everyone and in this episode like they they have some of that for sure like a- again like it's better because we get to see him in more of the episode than just a little joke machine but there's still just those moments where I'm like they're just trying too hard to make him like that goofy uh non-sequitur kind of kid you know and that's not as interesting to me like I, I think it's interesting that he's just a young kid who just wants to have fun and like you know, has a has a. I, I like the when it's like, oh, like he's playing Wiggle Puppy. Yeah, like that's cute. So that's charming. a cute little. He's like, an eight-year-old. Yeah, boy. little boy thing that you know makes sense to me. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to burn things because of a leprechaun. I'm like, what? What's happening? About <laughs> that? Yeah, yeah that escalation. A huge yeah.
2: <laughs> Ralph, like the admirable thing, admirable thing about Ralph is that he is an outcast, but he's blissfully unaware, almost, yeah. and just happy in his own internal world. Whereas Bart is just a slave to peer pressure in this episode and Ralph is kind of the the only way to win is to not play. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um you know, all that being said though, like it's not a horrible episode. It's not as bad as I remember. Um I think the en- ending's whack. Uh I think there's some problems with Ralph, but overall I uh, like you Greg, like I like that it's a a focused A plot at least. Yeah. Um the null g m rules, the whole first act rules pretty much yeah um, and yeah we get, a, it's, we get a we get a small taste of troy small taste of Troy, which is good, always welcome, yeah um yeah, it's just again, one of those ones that it's in the back half of season nine where I'm just like a, a run of episodes that I really dislike for a lot of reasons, and it doesn't necessarily mean the episodes are horrible or like uh, unwatchable or anything like that It's just that there's a lot of things that are just again. My, my thesis on season nine is that season nine isn't bad because it's got bad, el- like, it's all bad elements. Season nine to me is bad because it's the beginning of the end. It's like such a clear turning point for me where a lot of the little, like, things that I don't like about later Simpsons is starting to creep in mm-hmm. um, amongst some really good jokes still. So it's not, you know, that's why it's, unlike season ten, where I don't and um, who knows, when we'll get there maybe I'll change my tune on that as well, but but for the most part it's like, I you know, I remember season ten being those bad things and not very funny. Mm -hmm. Whereas at least season nine, there's a lot of really funny shit throughout a lot of these episodes. This is,
1: this might be a perfect example of that. There's, I laughed enough in this episode to just be like, yeah, it's good. (laughs) It's good. It's a good episode. Uh, I'm right there with you on the ending. It's so wacky, but then it goes, and the rocket. (laughs) And he says, Smithers, there's a rocket in my pocket. You don't have to tell me sir that is gold. But again, I again, that's really the beginning funny.
0: of Smithers becoming a gay joke. Just a just yeah. an elaborate But it's not, not there elaborate. yet. But it, but it, his but only line in this episode wait
1: for the yeah. next episode bud.
0: Oh is that the Navy one? <laughs> Yes oh, god.
1: <laughs> then we'll have something to talk about <laughs> where it's so incongruous <laughs> that they just put him there and then the <laughs> village people die and he doesn't he's just not there anymore he's there to dance that he's gone it's so stupid i still yeah, like that episode I'm, a lot
0: yeah i'm really excited for that one <laughs> sounds real good yeah
1: i watched the first 12 minutes of that episode today cool because you know i have a full life <laughs>
2: In terms of season nine, yeah, I agree with everything Alan said. They can still write good jokes, yeah. but in terms of the bones of the storytelling and the character development, things are definitely starting to slide.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very, very slow downward spiral. It never stops. Never but stops. But you know,
0: like you know how the Tamako is the 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 shift for me in yeah. my brain. Yeah. Yeah. This is can- TBN Canon. If you don't know, um, the Leprechaun appearing at the end of the episode mm-hmm. was almost that. Yeah, yeah. Like You're almost when I first, I remember when I first saw it, and I'm like, "What? Like this isn't the show I know anymore." But I was still like on board with season nine up to that point overall. That I, you know, I was still watching it all the time. I was still enjoying it for the most part. That it wasn't enough to be like, "Oh, I'm done with this." But like that moment happened and i was like hmm i don't know if i like that and all that's all the kids at school talked about the next day was how funny that leprechaun moment was and i was like okay
2: yeah it was very I
1: off-putting don't agree. <laughs> yeah oh i remember that i actually remember that yeah i talked about it at school the next day
0: <gasps> you were one of them i was i thought it was great
1: i definitely loved that part yeah i thought him saying that's where the leper i've met the leprechaun he tells me to burn things i was like that's funny Mm -hmm. and then when the leprechaun comes up and is like you got to burn them burn them all burn the house down um and i'm like that's so funny i am a thousand percent in on this episode it's the best thing i've ever heard it's so great it's not it's really bad (laughs) but as a you say 98 98 wow as, as a an, mature as, adult brain, as a
0: nine-year-old
1: kid, yeah, I, I mean, as a
0: kid, yeah, it's easier to uh, think these things are funny. Sorry, and fun. Eight-year-old, sure.
1: I was, I was eight. At the time. I was fifty-three. I don't know. Yeah, does uh, that does that math work? Out? Yeah, that know. works out.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: You're canonically <laughs> between sixty-eight and eighty-three,
0: <laughs> between sixty-eight and dead. <laughs> That's right.
1: Depending which feed you prescribe to. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Anything else? What else do you want to say about this app?
1: Now, yeah,
0: I'll, we we're should gonna either. fight over
2: the favorite <laughs> joke. So okay, <laughs> I'll go last.
0: Okay,
1: um, but I mean, if you want the last word on our general conversation, I think we
0: should defer to you. Any other notes there that we didn't touch mm. on that you want to just you, like throw it out there?
2: You've pointed out. Some areas where, yeah, the plot is definitely kind of sloppy and the knowledgeum definitely was like sticking out so much in my mind to make it a great episode that right. I was feeling a lot more forgiving of the other things, especially the leprechaun. <laughs> but um, I still thought it's quite a nice journey for Bart in terms of uh, morality test and kind of taking his mother's Advice on board, and you know, trying to include Ralph, even though it's not something he wants to do. That's very difficult for a ten-year-old. So yeah, I enjoy that part of it.
0: Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I think I more or less agree overall. The the idea, the the uh, the premise is very good, and it's executed mostly well, just with a huge dip at the end for me.
1: I like how Marge does it. <laughs> I like her uh, her. Her methods, I think they're very funny.
0: You know who's cool? No. <laughs> um. Yeah, and like her tactic of like, oh, and if he's seen with you, then he'll really be cool. And Bart's like, well, I don't know. It's <laughs> <Like he's, laughs> got like a rare moment of like false modesty, and yeah,
1: he, which is cute. He's um. She she's got like real watch out for the shack attack oh, vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah. When she's dealing with Bart in this episode, and I love that. I love when Marge that's, is. Yeah, that's is my favorite a, kind of March. It's all about it's that. Shack Attack Marge.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I made some Pepsi for the dance. <laughs> it's a little thick, but the price is right. <laughs>
0: uh, is that season ten? Is that of the, the, the dance? dance? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's season season 10. the premiere episode of
1: yeah. season ten. Yeah. That's a uh, that's that's a good line. Yeah, that she makes oh, Marge her own. Has a good little little bit there. Yeah. Yeah, she makes her own Pepsi. That's that's funny. <laughs> like, how is that not hilarious? That's just great. Um, do you want to head over to the reference desk? Oh shit.
2: American Super Bowl?
0: American Super Bowl? What's that?
2: That's what the <laughs> floor's are made of. Oh,
0: oh yes, of course. <laughs> That's like a weird play on American Super Bowl. I was confused, but I understand now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I don't know. I didn't put like Velcro or Lego or like things like that yeah, as yeah, references, yeah. but I guess or, you could argue a lot of those things are. Uh, of course, the title is a reference to This Little Piggy. Mm-hmm. This Little Piggy Went to Market. The Little Nursery Rhyme. This Little Piggy Stayed Home. Yep. This little piggy had roast beef. This little piggy had none. This little piggy went wee, 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 all the way home. All the way home. <laughs> Did you guys ever play that game? <laughs> it's not really a game. Yeah, it is. It's just something you No, you, your... you, you you. each toe is yeah, a little piggy. Yeah, I know. It's not really a game, though. It's a game. game. Though. I want it every
2: it's time. A, <laughs> it's got a turn. It's got yeah. a reveal.
1: It's got a
0: It's got uh, a prestige. It's got a scary climax sometimes. I know that this is <laughs> can they tickle you. <laughs> I know that this
1: is completely uh out of context. Uh-huh. But uh remember, <laughs> we don't do that ever. Remember when we played Betrayal at Yeah. Yeah, and I died yeah. like immediately. Bit, very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe an armoire crushed you to yeah, death. Yeah, an armoire crush, crushed me to death because I ran in and I was a I you was were a, a weak old woman. I
0: was a ninety-three-year-old like, woman. I I'll, don't I'll fight this armoire, and then it's like you're dead now, yeah. and you're like I'm out of the game now. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny.
1: Yeah, you can't get out of the game in this little piggy.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: Unless you run away before the wee 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 part.
0: Mm. But nobody does. Nobody does. <laughs> they want to get there. They want to know the the conclusion. Yeah. What happened to the final piggy? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Nordstrom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's Nordstrom? Um, lost in Space, again. Yeah, like, again. Uh, I've lost track of how many times they've used Robbie the Robot as a basis for some kind of robot or reference in the TV show. It's uh, wild. It's insane. <laughs> like They love that fucking robot. For a show that lasted one season? Original Lost in Space? I yeah. think it was more than that. Was it? I, let me check.
1: Okay, you're checking.
0: But uh, not to be confused with the 2018 sci-fi epic, which has been two seasons. Yeah. Um, That's all I'm seeing so far. The other one's been scrubbed from, uh, there we go, 1965 TV series. Wow, 1965. Yeah. Uh, Episodes 84, seasons 3.
1: Seasons 3. Oh, like Star Trek. Sure. Very good. Anyway, Lost in Space. Uh, But there were only 76 original episodes of Star Trek. All right, nerd. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's a little harsh, don't you think?
0: Um, Give me more lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> no, damn it. All right. Um this the little prince, uh, when uh, Milhouse uh, touches the star in his little fantasy. That's uh aesthetic and uh visuals similar to the Little Prince book. Oh, ah. all right. You know that book? I do. I know of it. I've never read it. It's the Little Prince. I've definitely
1: been in on a uh, state uh, on a reading of a play a play version of the Little Prince, and a, that did not. I did I did not retain that. <laughs> oh, good. And there were pictures too. Mm. How old were you? Thirty. Oh, this was recent... <laughs> This was a couple months ago.
0: <laughs> that was like when you were a child. No. <laughs> no, this was during lockdown. Oh boy. All right. Um. Anyway, uh, the Three Stooges. Yeah. How big does their brain weigh? Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, the sperm machine is like the the gunner seat in Star Wars, and the font of and Mars. The, yeah, the font of Mars also. Right yeah. after that, uh, you got uh, Apollo thirteen. Houston, we have a booger. Uh, uh right. Do you get it, Greg? Yep. Yep, I do. Picked he picked his nose. Yep, he's a little boy. Yep. Uh <laughs> Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Show, me, Show the me the message. message. Show me the message. Um, So the thing that Marge does, is like, this is Geraldine or whatever. Apparently it's from a show called The Flip Wilson. Cool. Is that your show? (laughs) No. No relation, actually. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'd never heard of it. I didn't look anything up about it. I don't care. Uh, And then Homer does uh, The Hustle. Do The Hustle, yeah. Leave a message. Uh, there's also uh, a brief Pink Panther reference, <laughs> the return of the return of the Pink Panther yeah. with
1: someone as Cluso. I yeah, remember. I believe no that's I a I believe that's a reference to the Trail of the Pink Panther, where it was Roberto Benini as Inspector Cluso, or one of the Pink Panther movies where they repurposed footage that Blake Edwards shot with Peter Sellers after he died, and it was very ghoulish. Oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Yeah. Son Preview. of the Pink Panther might have been the Roberta Benini one. Trail of the Pink Panther, I think, I think is the, that's the
0: Yeah, I think that's the uh, that's one I remember in my brain as, like... With the, the controversial one, essentially. Yeah. yeah,
1: repurposed footage and just really gross. Shaking your head, Mel, <laughs> like it's... That
2: seems to be happening more often, just cgi
0: Yeah, and I hate it. Yeah, this was without, CG. <laughs> this was yeah. without CG. Yeah, This was without CG. It was CG they Paul it, and stand-ins. <laughs> yeah, more yeah. so, yeah. yeah.
1: That one, like, Furious 7, I give a complete
0: pass to. Um... I think if you're in the midst of filming a movie, you kind
1: of have to finish it. Like
0: I understand, yeah, I understand. Like let's like figure out a way to to do it without the you know without having the presence of the actor, etc. Yeah. Um, but if you died it's stuff before- like Rogue One, where it's like uh, let's bring back Grand Moff Tarkin and, and Princess Leia. Let's not. Both of those actors are dead. I don't care. Bring them back. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, sorry. And then Rise um, of Skywalker,
1: which, is, which Rise is Skywalker is a whole other basic, story.
0: Basically, grave robbing. Uh, um. <laughs> It's like, all right, we got all this leftover footage from the Force Awakens with uh, Carrie Fisher. I, I don't know, shove it into the movie somehow. <laughs> that's right. All right, they're on a they're on a uh, forest planet now. But why? Because that's the, sh- the footage we have of her. I don't know. We last ended for me? up on a salt planet.
1: It didn't happen. <laughs> Just shut up. Nobody liked that one, right?
0: <laughs> yes, nobody liked yes, that JJ. one. Yes, JJ. Um. Anyway, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Did you catch that one? I didn't. The toy that's store is story. called J.R.R. Toykin. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> um, dumb and Dumber. Uh, they say Dork and Dorker or whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, now that movie was popular around this time. Sure was. <laughs> and then the the Justice League are buying a new house. Yeah. Release a Snyder cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I hope that's I hope that's the Snyder cut. Is them buying a house together. <laughs> I bet it is, I bet it's the Hall of Justice.
1: <laughs> yeah. I bet they buy that together, or at least Batman and Wonder Woman do, yeah you know see, what I'm into Superman it just has to, a, mustache. <laughs> just a mustache I'm into the new one just to see more of Wonder Woman if there's if there's more Wonder Woman, I'm into it it's four hours
0: long yeah, I'll watch it okay
2: do you think the ending was a vague psycho reference with the like strings? Oh, and the like zoom in doo, on doo. Ralph. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it could they-
0: be for sure. I think that in general, the like those kind of like sound uh, cues are very like derived from Psycho. Maybe not purposefully, right, But right. yeah, like but, just that kind of because they've definitely done like Psycho esque like re like the the you know the one everyone knows the re re re. They've done that like mm-hmm. not a clear like they've done it clearly as a Psycho reference before, like when Marge hits him with the with the hammer and all that shots shot for shot kind of stuff. But then they've also just had like more subtle like versions of it. And so, yeah, I think they're like, yeah, cause it's like a dun, dun, Right. Yep.
2: And they go to that more and more often. I feel going forward as a way to like end a, an well, act or an episode.
0: Their episode endings is a huge problem for me in season nine so far. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, they don't know how to end these shows anymore and they, and they're afraid to end them in, in heartwarming or sweet ways, mm-hmm. uh, which is a bummer because those are some of the the really good endings from the golden years. Yeah, yeah. Homer sitting is... on his car. Um the uh them him, uh, Lisa uh, uh, horseyback ride mm-hmm. into the sunset, you know, like yeah.
2: 5 seconds earlier cut this one that would have totally. been so uh, sweet, you yeah. know, them just
0: But they're like, "Well, oh, we to kind of joke everybody." <laughs> <laughs> what can we do? What can we say in the credits this time?
1: It feels like the the mantra for the writers' room in season 9 has like end
0: it leaving them laughing. Yeah. And they so and, rarely and, do. And well, but but you know, I I hate to say, it, but I think they succeeded in that sense because again, like everyone was talking about that ending. That's true. Everyone was talking about the in Bart Star. Everyone was talking about the your cut, your cut too shushy. Yep. Uh, yeah. In you know, C- Canyon Arrow, another one. Everyone it talks works. about that. Yeah, as that's the true. ending. Like so, like their tactic made it pervade pop culture more. Mm-hmm. It made the, it made the show stick around pr- longer than it should have. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that the Greatest crime of all. <laughs> Isn't that what American television's all about? Isn't that what we're here to prevent? Right. Goodbye. By point. going back in time? Yeah. Once we finish season 10, we're going to go in the turntable. I, turn have, table and I go, have a flux uh, capacitor. We're going to get inverted, and we're going to go back and stop the Simpsons. You want to do it that way? <laughs> You wanna get inverted? Yeah, I wanna get inverted and live an entire life going backwards towards uh the beginning of season nine. I thought it would be more fun if we just, you know, I built my flux
1: capacitor into my Volkswagen. I guess. That's a bit quicker.
0: <laughs> it's it's <instantaneous>. the <laughs> Yeah, a bit quicker. And I'll do then research on years. where roads were. <laughs> Twelve back years then. going backwards. Did you see Tenet? No. Okay. <laughs> we have
1: it's to weird. imagine that Robert Pattinson spent
0: twelve years going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How about the Batman? Excited for that? It looks fun. I think it looks sick. Yeah. It I looks like that he's like a emo Batman. Oh,
1: he's very emo. He's he's got like got all the makeup on. Makeup on, yeah. yeah.
0: I I think it it's looks cool. They never showed the makeup in other Batman's. It's
1: very weird that they cut all all around it. Um, the first movie to really do that was Kick-Ass.
0: Yeah, and I remember really liking that. I'm like, yeah, when it shows like him putting on the makeup. Yeah, Nick Cage rules. Anyway, Nick Cage rules. Where? What else are we doing here? We're doing favorite joke. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> the next segment. Yeah. Uh, mine is Troy McClure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, what's happening? What do you say about my car? <laughs> I, I wrote it down because it was really funny. Uh, while you're enjoying our Hall of Wonders, your car will unfortunately be subject to repeated break <laughs> oh, was it break yeah, re- repeated break it <laughs> yeah because homer jumps it's in and just says q- repeated cubing. Yeah, <laughs> <yeah>, that's right <laughs> and then what was that what you say about my car it's just very funny I think um, it just
1: misses a a real quick follow-up joke with like
0: right them like returning the, the, to the, the, s- the car yeah the
1: storybook the, like the storybook uh, village thing where it's like the the following cars have been <laughs> have broken, broken, broken into in two <laughs> and the cuts to their window being broken I uh, <laughs> so good as they drive home I think that would have been a yeah. Like great, just to have a their window broken into. Yeah, or yeah, yeah.
0: Again. Um, Or have speed holes in it.
1: Yeah, such a f- <laughs> such a fun fun bit. Um, my favorite joke is Bart pelting that guy with an apple. <laughs> Wait, kid, no, don't. <laughs> uh.
0: Why is he in a tree outside? I don't know.
1: It's so <laughs> funny. <That's> the
0: range <laughs> of the remote control for Robbie the automaton. But, but he couldn't do it like in the hallway. <laughs>
1: Wait, the robot's <laughs> name is Robbie. Yeah, Robbie. Oh yeah, Robbie the Automaton. I didn't realize oh. that
2: the Lost in Space was also named Robbie. Yep. So that the, I get the joke more
1: better. <laughs> yeah, more better. More better. Uh, help, children! He's killing me. Yay! <laughs> it's really funny that um, whole that whole run where it's like children and then they look up to the oh yeah the intercom. over <laughs> yeah, here over they here. look at their desks oh for the door <laughs> the door oh it's like i have a surprise for you children it's a robot we saw it come yeah. again thank you bart <laughs>
0: thank you bart. yeah skinner's always welcome for me yeah he's, he's great uh and he yeah he sets the the episode up on a high note well
1: let me tell you something he won't
0: be in Simpson Tide. Okay, his joke <laughs> sucks. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I thought you meant he won't be present. soon. Instant- I'm like, okay. No, he's in a it. lot of episodes. He's in it. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, the the like, <laughs> the love that the writers have of robots in general. Like, obviously, Robbie's a big influence, and they usually design him to look like that. But just like, anytime they bring a robot in, usually the jokes are so funny. Yes, like they they always land for me. Like just this idea that. Uh, like, circuit destroyed, default mode, kill, destroy. Crush, <laughs> that's fucking kill, funny. destroy. <laughs> fucking robots are always, like, malfunctioning and killing people. Yeah, it's that's great. That's great. <laughs> great. It's like Westworld. Yeah.
2: My favorite joke is the old-timer security guard yeah. at the prison. <laughs> um, shouldn't have yelled, that just give him time to run away. Why do well, I always I'm first. <laughs> well, I'm an idiot.
0: Well, I'm an idiot. Who's down there? Yeah. Why do I always yell first? Like he's like saying it to himself as he's approaching, and then, you know, well, I'm an idiot.
2: <laughs> Just Martha, leave. why don't you start a new twine ball?
0: It's yeah, we talked about laughs per minute, and he's got pretty pretty solid ratio. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't even think he has a minute of screen time, and he's all laughs.
0: Yeah, he's pretty close to uh, the boss of the cracker factory. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Most
2: valuable. One off character
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah. um great choices of jokes those are all really funny um i wanted to ask
0: something real quick okay so because just because this reminded me because troy mcclure is my favorite but (laughs) what who the hell is troy mcclure is this a new segment we should (laughs) it's not going to last long because he's gone soon but he'll
2: take any job he can get even if it's a mall kiosk
0: (laughs) it's also like he's a he's clearly like a, a celebrity in the whole world Right, because we've seen in past like there's yeah. paparazzi and shit like that with the fish called Selma. Yeah, but he seems also very Springfield centric. Like he is crusty, now. Right? He is now. Like I think that's the after his his fish scandal.
1: Yes, after <laughs> after his scandal at the aquarium, he became very his romantic abnormality. He, yeah, uh, please stop. Uh, he became very Springfield centric. He like moved off uh, out of Hollywood and into right. that uh, weird water tower house. Um, and he's been doing like these, like I think he did film board stuff like years and years ago. Yeah, uh, that was when he was a struggling actor. Yeah, and then he did like those those movies where he was like he was Moses. He was in the yeah.
0: Muppets. He started being in epic blockbusters. Yeah, um, became a huge celebrity, and then had a Mel Gibson esque fall from grace. Yeah, mm. and then kept doing like all of these things. Then he start, so he'd start doing like you said, like the information kiosk. because it was just because he says like you may remember me from such. Uh, g- g- information booths or something as welcome to Springfield Airport. And, and I'm like, where's why Springfield there? Airport specifically? Like, why are you only there? I but took it as
2: he's like a hometown hero who sure. can still get the big jobs, but like he'll always make himself available right, for right. anything Springfield related. He drove
0: a dump truck of money up to my house. <laughs> he's not
1: made of stone. <laughs> and the whole idea that he like has a brief comeback uh, does stop the planet of the apes i want to get off the, mm-hmm. the musical has a brief comeback gets the, the the smallest amount of clout to make his passion project uh um, fantabulous cl- traption of horatio H- professor, professor horatio horatio Huffman. Huffman. of course uh that obviously bombs yeah and he is like basically back in it's his beaver yeah he's in he's back in hollywood jail after that you ever see that
0: movie the beaver <laughs> yeah hell yeah <laughs> That was the Mel Gibson it's, bomb. It's that not was it's, supposed to be his comeback. It's not
1: his passion project, though. That's a Jodie Foster true. passion project. That is project. a Jodie Foster
0: passion project. Yeah. I was trying to find the right parallel between him and Mel Gibson, who's another celebrity that fell from grace real, real hard. Oh, God. Let's. I do, mean, Tom Cruise, kind of. Tom, but yeah. But then, like, you know, obviously he's back now because yeah. he's just an insane robot. Yeah. He <laughs> does whatever the fuck he wants. Well, I mean, his his persona he's is. a movie star.
1: I love that, like. I love that his persona is that his his new celebrity persona is that he's not haunted. He is unknowable. He is he is an unknowable person who yep. you're like, can he's, this man he have He has transcended humanity? Yeah. Can and this man have than all of us, relationships? Therefore. Can he that's the question that every Tom Cruise movie tries to answer is like hey, can Tom, this do you wanna man, see your
0: daughter? is like, no, I have to fly a helicopter. Yeah. It's like what?
1: Can he have a life? Can he he obviously can't have a normal life, but no. can he have friendships? Mm. That's the question that well, I think you're talking
0: Ethan Hunt more than <laughs> more than you're talking. Well, what's the difference?
1: <laughs> that's the that's the most incredible part about those it's movies true. is that they become it's very one akin
0: to to Tom. Yeah, as a person,
1: like he could have had a normal life, but he, it's not in his DNA. Mm. What does DNA stand for? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a perfect place to end the episode. <laughs> uh, MVP? Uh, Nancy Cartwright. Mine's Homer. Bart. Bart.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's
1: a good choice. I think she does an incredible job in this episode, basically playing off herself. Oh,
2: is she Ralph as well? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then, yeah, her. Yeah. Scientology. And Nelson.
0: She's, yeah, speaking of Scientology. Speaking of Scientology,
1: yeah. Um. Uh, she has this... I saw this really weird YouTube uh, story. You know, YouTube has stories like Instagram. What they do? It's weird. Um, Every, and everything's fucking blending together. Yeah, I know it's so stupid. But she b- m- was like, she was at blog. like a she was like at a hair salon, and she got this. She was like, she it's the most odd interaction. She's filming. She's filming it. She asks the person doing her hair is like, Hey, are you a Simpsons fan? And <laughs> And then she's just like, say yes. Um. <laughs> and then she does the Bart Simpson voice. Okay. It's so weird. It's really weird. It's so weird. I, I was like,
0: oh. Like, yeah, uh, but, right. you know. She gets her MVP recent. <laughs> <for> <laughs> nah, she's <that>. still <laughs> the MVP of I'm this kidding. episode. Um, yeah, I, just, I, I really like Homer throughout this episode. He's great. I know he's not a focus, but anytime he's on screen, I think he's great. And yeah. he's, like I said, he's the Homer I, I know and love from. Seasons three through eight. Yeah. yeah. Not early season nine. Well, that um that's all we have to do here today.
2: Let's get some beer in us and then it's straight to bed.
0: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, beer, 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 bed, bed, bed. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. As always. Thank you to Nell for joining us once again. Thanks. Thank you to Greg for Doing all the other things. You're welcome. That I don't do, oh. um, which is most of them. <laughs> uh, and thank you to our subscribers for getting us over that hump. Hundred. We have. Oh, uh we mentioned Rain of Fires coming out right away. Uh, we need another pseudo trilogy to do. That's true. Yeah. So we're going to come up with some ideas and post them in a po- post the ideas in a poll and see what you guys want to hear us ramble about. Yeah. I had pseudo trilogy. Cool. Because, like, not actual trilogies. We don't want to do that. Yeah. We want to do, like, our dragon trilogy, for example, which is three movies about dragons. Mm -hmm. We want to find things like that. Yeah. That'll be interesting to talk about. So, uh, if you have any ideas of your own, please let us know. Uh, You can email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. You can find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod or Two Bad Neighbors at Simpsons Podcast. And, yeah, our Patreon, as mentioned, is uh, Boathouse Studios. And, uh, two bucks gets you all of our bonus shit. So,. Uh, which is a, a good chunk now. We've yeah, got a lot of back catalog. Are, we have a lot if of you, back catalog. So if you want to listen to us talk about various uh, zombie episodes and movies and other weird things, tangents, you know, deleted scenes, deleted scenes, as it were. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anything
1: else? Uh, no. Everyone have a great September. Try to stay safe and warm as we head into the winter months up here in Canada. Spooky, scary,
0: uh, and remember, everyone. Keep watching the skis.